Buddy, buddy Dandy, there, buddy. Uh, uh, there we go. Buddy Dan, buddy. Sorry, I still had it set to my virtual cable. I was capturing um, computer audio through Audition for a, th- a different, a different thing. Uh, I'm Dan. I know. I know what all these tech words mean. I know. I know how to do my job. I'm Dan. I, I yeah. I do That's what know you how sound to do like. my job. I, That's what you sound like. You should be ashamed of yourself for participating in the capitalist system. Oh, I am unendingly. Isn't That's it funny how people change? <laughs> man, you just you you jokerified yourself. I did. I'm my own Batman. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I know. I pushed myself into the vat of chemicals by working. Dalai Lama, under- Dalai Lama says that's what enlightenment is. You become your own Joker and your own Batman. Yep. I, uh, I it's the endless dance of me pushing myself and falling into the vat of Ace Chemicals and then back out again. And you, you'll swing you know. back the other way. You'll be a libertarian again. No, I don't think that'll ever happen. I might start saying we live in a society, but I don't think I'll become a libertarian again. It's just important for me in particular to be reminded of that because you know how much I hate pants. Mine and other people's. Oh, right. Yeah. Welcome to the show. It's showtime. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) Science. Magic. Horses. Well, it seems you brought your A game here on this non-typical I mean, recording. It's time hard for to us. tell. My <laughs> A game and my F game are both are they're separated by a, a slight pectin margin. at best. <laughs> no, it's it's weird. You know, we typically it's like Sunday. At, either, uh, we say three, but it's really like three o five, three ten. Um, but we're recording on a Saturday today, and it just it doesn't it doesn't feel right. It's like seeing the, the a, feng shui a teach- is off for you. It just it's like seeing a teacher in the grocery store. It's like that's not right. You live at school. What are you Who doing? Who let here? you out of the school? <laughs> How dare you? You live there. <laughs> Cafeteria <laughs> is your supermarket. <laughs> Get back to the teacher's lounge. Who else is who else would buy the ocean spray in the one vending machine? <laughs> oh god, ocean spray. Yeah, who's buying just like a, a single bottle of personal size bottle of cranberry juice? That's just it's like it's Nothing but artificial coloring. Oh, 100%. Like, have you ever had actual cranberries? Just like not fresh really from the to bog. It? Yeah. Well, uh, those those commercials do make it look just like, like a your very, swamp um, pappy used to make. <laughs> so I pull up on my fan boats and I says, boy, reach down there and scoop me up a handful of them cranberries. What are these doing in places where fan boats also are? Said he. Mm-hmm. And then the. Cranberries got sucked up by the fan boat, and that's where uh, cranberry jam came from, the, the jelly that we uh, use at Thanksgiving. There was probably some hand mixed in there, too, but uh, there's, yeah. the first Thanksgiving was weird. <laughs> well, how else are you going to keep it exactly the shape of the can it comes in? you got to have a binder. Yeah, and in this case, the binder is human flesh. And that's the story of the second Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving 2, binder made of human flesh. All right, yep, I've used it all up. That was my A-game. Now I can finally just let loose and be me. Ugh, now you're just going to roll roll over and f- start snoring. I don't you need to, to me suck in my gut done. anymore. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> now that we're done bantering here, go get clean yourself <laughs> up. Blah, 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 blah. Just, just throws a towel at me. You're acting like you just finished eating a meal. I'm making a post-coitus joke. I wish we could get on the same page about these things. <laughs> to me, those are no different. <laughs> there is eating involved. Did you uh, Did you see about this? Did you see this? Did you see this on the What's Twitter? This? What's this now? Um, so you know the Harley Quinn show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, one of the writers let slip in an interview that in season three, there was supposed to be a sex scene between Batman and Catwoman that implied Batman performing cunnilingus on Catwoman. And some uh, higher up executives nixed the scene and in the memo said, quote, heroes don't do that. So, of course, Batman, <laughs> Batman goes down and Batman Eats Pussy were both at one point trending on Twitter, <laughs> and the comic book artists did not disappoint. <laughs> and just oh, about buddy, that everyone... Was, no, that was always there. I know it was there. Like Just they below just, they the surface. Through, but they all it takes is files. one bad day for <laughs> Austin, all of the Batman Rule 34 to come to the floor. Austin, oh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it was all made that day. I know that the pictures already existed. But uh, I have the, the photographs. <laughs> Get me pictures of that. Get me pictures. Pictures of Batman doing cunnilingus. Uh, Jonah, you you okay? <laughs> also, he hasn't stood up from behind his desk in a while, and I, I'm getting Matt Lauer vibes. I'm good to go. Um, but uh, Zack Snyder retweeted. He tweeted out a picture of, it wasn't graphic, but you could tell what was happening, of Batman going down on Catwoman, and he just said, canon. <laughs> and, you know, that's the kind of uh, occurrence that and I Snyder can relate. Snyder knows Batman. He uses that character to its utmost potential. I don't, I, we're not here to discuss that. We're, I don't, I don't give a shit about Take away opinions. the Snyder cut. <laughs> Pre obscure it. <laughs> Scramble the Snyder cut. <laughs> Austin's like, lock him up. Lock him up. Bleach the knowledge from our brains with your new government rays. <laughs> we need a neuralizer. Uh, ask Magic Taylor Green if the Jewish space laser could reset memories. <laughs> uh, what you were asking for is like um, a Terminator style assassination of Zack Snyder or something. Is that what you're? Is that what you're saying? What do you? What yeah, do you yeah, want? yeah, yeah. Or one of those cool, like an orbital weapon. Mm-hmm. Or one minute he's standing there, the next minute he's, there's a smoking crater in the ground, and you're like, "Wow, hot take." Not liking Snyder's work. You know, I like, don't like him. Let me. I, let me why don't you uh, explain to me what's happening? In Superman wasn't Jesusy enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. That takes Kill Superman <laughs> only dresses in white robes and is played by Jim Caviezel. I want nothing to do with him. <laughs> uh, okay, that's that's a, a little more nuanced than I honestly thought I would get out of you. It's about as much nuance as I'm capable of. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you don't have a lot of nuance. You got some old aunts, but you don't have much nuance. That's just a smell I produce. <laughs> oh, I like. I just like eating mothballs. All right, that's. It makes you take swirly poops. <laughs> I don't I don't want you to describe that any further. Austin. Oh, Dan. Hello. <laughs> I I have a question for you. Ask my son. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there are some federal holidays that we're leaving on the table that I think um let me explain. I feel like we can build because <laughs> it sounds like you're mad at Juneteenth right now. No, I'm not. I'm not mad at Juneteenth. I I just want to call out Republican hypocrisy. Let me say that up front. Juneteenth should be a holiday. It's not even close to actually addressing the real problems. But 
in the same way that Republicans are fighting the teaching of critical race theory tooth and nail and yet voted for Juneteenth being a holiday, are there other holidays that we're leaving on the table by not building a holiday around it or proposing a holiday based on something Republicans hate? Okay. Right? Is there is there like a gun control holiday that we could get? Like um, We could probably make Lin-Manuel Miranda's birthday a holiday. Yeah, Republicans would definitely, definitely don't like Lin-Manuel Miranda, but they would absolutely support a holiday for him. It's weird how he's like polarizing to them, but personally so damn likable. He's just so dang charming. He ain't got no mm-hmm. bad bone in his body. Could we do an like National Abortion Day or something? National Abortion Day? Yeah, couldn't we do like, you know... <laughs> Bring out your not dead. <laughs> oh, Bring out your not legally categorized as dead. Okay, I regret this immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Uh, I mean, they we already got, you know, major corporations and Republicans, you know, tweeting things about pride. Like, they're like, but they fought and uh, against any possible equal footing for people of the LGBTQ plus community for time and memoriam. So I'm just, I'm just thinking if there's other, other things where we could like, Get them with a holiday, and then and then work our way backwards. I don't I don't know what the strategy is here, really. Just work from a day off backwards. Yeah, or just or I don't know. I mean, frankly, just the the anarchist in me just wants to you know close the businesses as much as possible. So anarchist they'll sign in off, me wants every day to be a holiday. If they'll sign off on a holiday without doing any substantive change, at least it can have an impact on the continuing decay of our capitalist structure. So uh, each each according to their means day. <laughs> each according to their means day. Be sure to mark your calendar. <laughs> yes! That's the only communist I can think of. That's the only communist you can think of? <laughs> Mao, Austin. Just Mao. Dan? Who was your favorite Beatle? Was it Lenin? Mao. I learned. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm an algorithm. <laughs> Oh God! This is like when you when you tell a program to you know watch like I don't know a late night show and then spit out a script and it's uncanny and accurate until it's not. And it's like how whenever you set an AI loose on the internet, it becomes violently racist within a couple hours. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, because humanity is garbage, fundamentally unforgivable. I guess the shorter list would be like, what do Republicans want taught in school besides creationism? I uh, know that's it. <laughs> they really just want, oh, you know what it is? They just want Sunday school because then you know you've got all that child labor from Monday through Friday that's suddenly freed up. That's they what just, it is. If they're just only learning about the Bible once a week, then uh, you can use their tiny little hands to bring our manufacturing jobs back. And let's be honest; most of it's just memorizing those goddamn begats. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Don't get me started on a begat. Don't even begin the begat. <laughs> I always remember uh, Begat just by thinking about, you know, the loving and kind ways that my father would talk about his father and his father's father and all that, you know, just things like how, you know. And their proud heritage of being hill people. (laughs) No, just like, you know, my great-grandfather was an asshole dad. His son was an asshole dad. My my grandfather was an asshole dad. My dad was an asshole dad. I'm an asshole dad. And his dad was a (laughs) henchbacked soothsayer that predicted (laughs) ten generations of assholes. (laughs) <laughs> and by God, you're going to be a piece of shit father, too, whether you like it or not. Oh, buddy, you're going to be such a piece of shit, Dad. I'm going to try not to be. Oh, don't they all for like five minutes? 
until they change until they get your goddamn clicker with their hand on the thermostat then you know true rage <laughs> i don't know i feel like you've prepared me well for children it's like just random babbling i've, I've prepared you to be okay with drowning your children <laughs> I've mentally inoculated you against PTSD. <laughs> there's there's two possibilities here. Either number one, you're proof that nothing can ever truly bother me enough for me to snap, mm. or you've been dead the whole time and I've just been talking to myself where this podcast is static that just goes out and everyone's <laughs> been humoring me. Dan, you just you just listen to static on your audition for half an hour every week. <laughs> Welcome to Austin Cove. <laughs> Oh God, this these creepy paces are just getting worse and worse. <laughs> They've mixed it with targeted advertising. This is just for for me. <laughs> Welcome to Austin Cove. <laughs> he was very scared because of this one trick doctors hate. <laughs> oh no! It's pomegranates. Why did doctors hate pomegranates? So much? <laughs> I don't know. Probably the same reason. I guess they. I don't know. I saw protesters today talking about no new world order with the vaccine and stuff. And I'm like, aw. Well, not with that attitude. Not with that attitude. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> How are we supposed to have a new world order if you're out here wasting everybody's fucking time saying die of a disease that we can, you know, keep you from dying from? That's uh, never going to yield dividends. I'm never going to be able to subsume my consciousness to a machine intelligence at this rate. <laughs> fucking. Buzz kills is what that is. What is what theirs is what theirs. Those guys are. They're being a little Aluma naughty. I've been to that website. <laughs> it's Cipher Bill naked. Hot. Hot. <laughs> Don't act like you haven't drawn it. Don't act like you haven't. Just a triangle and a dick. <laughs> those are the two things I learned how to draw in high school. And this is uh, how you ended up being a lead character designer for Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what if a uh, guy, but he, instead of a head, there was a triangle? He's got a big old sword. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? Uh, he's got a big old Final Fantasy sword. You know, that he holds down real low and up at an angle. <laughs> You're sweating a lot in this meeting. <laughs> and what if some of the... What if some of the other bad guys were like uh -uh. a naughty, uh -uh. naughty nurse, uh, like a naughty nurse okay. trapped in plastic, and there was another one that I think represented a prostitute? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad you're not in the video game industry anymore. It's, it seems like it's become a much more wholesome. My, my name, Jonathan Ubisoft. <laughs> Jonathan Q Ubisoft. <laughs> Dan, what? What is new in Dan's life? Dan, in Dan's life, what is the news? Uh, this is this is what you're going to do? This is the amount Dan, of effort I'm going to get? I am an interested friend. Tell me of life. Oh, um, I had to give a big presentation to a, our board of directors at work, and it went pretty well, despite some internal shenanigans that are hopefully being resolved, but we'll see. God, that was the most corporate -y thing I've ever said. Ugh. Are you going to synergize? The I trick knew is you, you got to synergize because you have zero zero experience in the corporate world. How many how many just-in-time solutions are you going to integrate? Austin, the fact that you worked at an Office Max does not mean you're a business professional. We've been over this. I know that you need a printer. <laughs> no, that's actually something you don't need anymore. May I suggest a printer? <laughs> oh God, this one can fax. Uh, he's he's gone back into his HP Office Solutions fugue state. This one is bigger and can fax. <laughs> this one is the biggest one. 
I don't know if it can fax. <laughs> oh, well, I don't want it if it can't fax. <laughs> if it can't fax, there's no way I can communicate with my, you know, grandmother who died in 1982. <laughs> She's faxing from beyond the grave. <laughs> it's taking forever. <laughs> <coughs> All right, uh, Cameron. Cameron made a, made a thing. Mm-hmm. We like Cameron. I like. Right. Well, I like Cameron. Dan doesn't well, like Cameron. I, I sent you the thing. So you're gonna put it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Again, I like Cameron. Dan does not like Cameron. I'm, not I'm Cameron's only friend. Cameron can only trust me. Everyone else is out to get him. Are you just? Are, you're just mad that I'm in therapy now, and you can see all your hard work yeah, going away. Exactly. And you're gonna now I got to start else. all over with someone new. Well, it's like a mind flare finding a new thrall. It's like, ugh. <laughs> I guess. Who else am I supposed to mind take? There you go, Austin. All right, what we got? Dear Austin, should I give my children's social security numbers to the in-laws who once stole my husband's identity? My in-laws are on the sleazy side, and I wish my husband would stand up to them, but if he won't, I will. Their business got in some trouble years ago, and to get quick cash, they committed identity fraud and opened a credit card in my husband's name. We didn't find out until it caused major headaches for us when we were buying a new car. Now, our children are four and six, and my in-laws want their social security numbers to start bank accounts for them. I put my foot down since this would be asking for trouble. My husband says that it's traditional for grandparents to do this in his family. We are hurting their feelings and I need to forgive and forget. It's true I haven't forgiven them, but that's not why I'm holding firm on this issue. My husband says we can't we can give the information to them and monitor our kids' accounts. Why not head the problem off? Isn't giving them this information a terrible fucking idea? Okay. Normally I ask that you read the, the response, but I think we're going to agree on this one. <laughs> that it, yes, it is a terrific idea. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. You got to play three-dimensional chess. You, you got to know that they're going to start the social security whatevers. They're going to steal the identity. Boom. Your kid's free. They're off the grid. <laughs> oh, actually. Your children are, are now governmental non-entities. You pretend you never had kids. Wait, then do you claim the in-laws as dependents on your taxes? Oh, you do a swapsies. You yeah. pretend the in-laws are the kids and the kids are off uh, since they're not since they're not uh, uh, registered with the number of the beast. They're, they're free. They're sovereign Austin. citizens. Austin, it's a financial Freaky Friday. <laughs> It's a Financial Freaky Friday. <laughs> financial Freaky Friday. FFF. <laughs> Starring Vin Diesel. It's about family. <laughs> Should I take it personally that my neighbors don't want their kids playing with my kids because my wife is an ER doctor? <laughs> we live in a suburb in the Midwest with... Uh, with few COVID cases, while we obey our state's shelter-in-place order, the neighborhood kids play close together for an hour each day. One family, who are friends, asks that our 10-year-old daughter keep away from the group. They are concerned that my wife, an ER doctor, is on the front lines of the pandemic and an increased ro- uh, risk of exposure to their daughter. The same friend have lawn signs that say, Thank you, healthcare heroes. <laughs> Am I wrong to feel our friends have turned their backs on us? Also, uh, quick tangent, Hogan's Healthcare Heroes. Is that anything? Or they're trapped in an ER? Well, they're trapped in, in the German healthcare system, and they're like, we got to get out of here so we can pay for things. <laughs> this medicine is too free. We got to leave. <laughs> Wait, I thought we liked freedom. Shut up! 
And, <laughs> and then when they go to leave, no, 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 when they go to leave, he goes, give me the bill. And he's like, you owe nothing? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Ah, yes. I have the power today. Saturday's my day. We're doing this yeah, on the Lord's been, Day from now on. I guess you get tuckered out by the end of the weekend with all that partying you do. I do. Sunday, bloody Sunday can fuck off. We're doing this on Saturdays from now on. Any Answer the goddamn the question to the nice ER doctor's husband. Also, first, thank you to our healthcare heroes. We're not going to pay you, but my gratitude, I'm sure, is enough. Mm-hmm. Second, you gotta. it's got to be done. I agree with the other lady. Oh, wow. Not, not for spreading COVID, but because <laughs> she might spread the idea that being a doctor is a good thing. You know, those guys are just chock full of vaccines. Wait, I've always what? said a doctor is just a pinata full of vaccines <laughs> waiting to happen. And you can't yeah. let that idea spread like some sort of. Are you saying you should inoculate yourself against the idea of vaccines? I just want to be clear for the for my notes. I mean, evidence. well, you don't want one thing spreading to another thing. Again, okay. I have no I have no idea what the model for that might look like, but you can't allow that to happen. And thus must, uh, uh, I guess, separate. Mm hmm. That, that dangerous element. If only you could build some sort of barrier or somehow teach the other children that being a doctor is bad. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't have any frame of reference for what that conceptual model would be. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm sure there's... So yeah, they're too dangerous to be let into, this, into the group. Oh, Until, I guess, uh, enough people in the community just sort of uh, understand, like other people understand that being a doctor is bad. So you can surround yourself with the, your, your children can surround your, themselves with those people. What about what percentage of people would you think would need to think the I doctors think are bad? I think three out of four people need to think doctors are bad before there's some sort of doctor immunity. I really like what you did there. That really made me happy. My ideas time? are the bad ones on purpose. This is satire. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! You got time for one more? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dear Austin. A good friend of mine was going out with a girl for four years. One night towards the end of their relationship, we were all at my place, and she started flirting with me. I reciprocated and felt a very strong attraction to her. My friend broke things off with her soon after for unrelated reasons, but has a lot of regret for ending things between them. Since they've been apart, she's stayed in touch with me. We text and talk occasionally, and one night she came over to my place at 2 a.m., After being out for drinks, we hung out for a while, just flirting and chatting, and she ended up falling asleep in my living room. Two nights later, I was hanging out with her at a bar, and she invited me to her buddy's place for a few beers. I was trying to resist making a move on her, but I lost all rational thinking. As we kissed, she kept saying things like, we shouldn't be doing this. Two days later, she told my friend about it. Of course, he's furious and won't talk to me. She and I haven't spoken either. I feel pretty lost in all this. I think she likes me, but I don't want to be some rebound hookup or in the friend zone. Should I approach her? Okay. Well, uh, while I agree do, that, do having... you want to know? Do you want to know what the relationship advice person actually said? You know what? Yeah. Let's let's use that as a case study and how it's wrong. Okay. Uh, so this person said this is a difficult situation. But you should kill your friend, wear their skin as a suit, and then assume their identity and approach the girl. If you're insinuating that I've been doping by giving other advice columns, I will not respond to that <laughs> malicious and salacious rumor. Um, I don't know. It just seems and, it just um, seems like uh, it just seems awfully close to other advice that you've given, and I'm just just interesting. I, I would say I'm having. Such a profound effect on the advice industry that other people are copying me now. 
It's been a while since either of us have used the word zeitgeist, but I do feel like your I advice has that's permeated the pop culture intelligence. I'm and... just now in the 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 unconscious <laughs> mind of humanity. I mean, I'm just looking at some random ones here. Like, Dear Abby is telling people to, you know, drown their children. Uh, we've got another one here that's in, like, a, a nice Mantucket monthly magazine. And it's saying that no one is to be trusted and you should hoard all your wealth. And that's advice on what to give your grandchildren. And normally you go to birthday. Wall Street Journal for that advice. <laughs> but, um, tsh, shots fired, Steve Moore. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm just... It's, it's. I feel like this is a chicken or the egg thing. Like, did you start giving insane advice or did everyone collectively lose their mind? Is there some elder god or horrifying a noble entity that specifically makes himself known and speaks into the minds of anyone with an advice platform? Like, what? What's happening? And yeah, I mean, I gotta say that my dark whisperings into the into the mind of humanity is probably like responsible for a percentage of it. But I've always been doing that. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure. Clearly... Weren't you in? Weren't you? Didn't you play the Dark Passenger in Dexter? <laughs> like, weren't you? Weren't you the voice? No, in I Dexter played. Said? I played the Sticky Passenger in Dexter. <laughs> oh, oh, Those you couple were times extra. where he just ate a whole tub of ice cream in one sitting. That was me. Those were the uh, urges I was given, Dexter. Bring, bring in the eating double. <laughs> <laughs> Wheel him in. I'm Dexter Morgan. <laughs> I solve crimes and kill people, but I love ice cream. <laughs> this time I'm going to kill a serial killer with hot fudge. <laughs> I only found the ice truck killer because I was chasing him down for some delicious rocky road. Still better than season five. Still better than season five. Good night, everybody. A Secret Weapon Production.